Hi everyone! Today we have with us Shannon Cotterell from Asher Moon. Shannon definitely doesn't need any introduction, but I'm, I'm going to throw it over to you, Shannon. Can you tell us um, a little bit about you? Um, significant businesswoman like um, very many others that we have had, but I'll throw it over to you. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah, well, I am a professional potter and I make ritual tools for divine connection. So I make ritual tools um, with my pottery. And also, I was a photographer for 16 years. So I've created an oracle deck um, to help people yeah, reconnect to their inner wisdom and higher self. Let's go all the way back because you just sort of said a few things that you do. And then there was sort of this massive thing that just for the last 16 years, you've just been busy doing. Can we take you back? So where did this begin? So you said you were a photographer. So did pottery come first or photography first? Actually, pottery came first. So when I um, finished high school, year 12, I went to um, Newcastle Cape and I did a certificate three in ceramics and sculpture. And I had grand plans of being a, a professional ceramicist making um, like bespoke tiles and bathroom sinks and all that kind of thing. Um, and then I went and had a baby when I was 21 with my husband and another baby at 23. And anyone who knows pottery understands how uh, intense the process is to create things. So um, basically by the time I was 25, I was like, this is not going to happen. I've got no time. I've got two little ones. And I'd sold all my pottery gear and switched gears and pivoted into, um, at that stage, newborn and family portraiture. So, so you had your um, photography business, so Bloom Photography, you had that for 16 years. And what made you transition again from photography across to what it seems is what you love? Yeah, well, it would have been around five years ago. Um, so at that point in time, we were shooting over 200 portraits a year, uh, over 50 weddings a year. I had six staff. We had separate premises. Like, it had kind of exploded. And at that point in time, I was suffering pretty badly from um, anxiety and insomnia and um, I guess just all the pressures of having a business that big. I'm not surprised if it was that significant. Yeah. It was huge. And it wasn't until like a friend of mine, um, you know, we were having a, a drink and a talk one day and she was like, oh, like, is this what you wanted? Like, is this what you set out to build and do? And, and I sat there and thought, actually, no. Like when I started photography, um, you know, I was a young mom and I was just doing it for the love and the passion and it kind of slowly snowballed into this business where I got, you know, busier and busier and had to hire staff to help me and outsource and which don't get me wrong, you know, for a good portion of that time, I was really super passionate about it and loved it. Um, but I think it got to the point, you know, my kids were getting older and weddings and portraits are usually all weekend work. And I just wasn't seeing my family and knew that it wasn't right for me anymore. But it took me a, a long time to take that leap of faith um, to acknowledge that and then to change that. So because on paper, my business looked fantastic. And, you know, I'd kind of bring it up to certain, you know, family members and be like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And they'd be like, are you insane? Like, you, you're killing it. And you've got all these bookings. You're booked out for a year and a half. Like, why would you want to change that? So, you know, the, logically it didn't make sense. Um, but I just knew, you know, within my heart, it just wasn't 
it wasn't aligned um, with me anymore. It's such a um, head or heart argument. And I think if our audience takes something from, you know, the conversation with you today, apart from to have a look at Asha Moon because it's fantastic, you know, I think that, yeah, it's, it's really important to understand that, you know, if you're working in a job or you're running a business, and it doesn't have to be that the business is not going well or that you don't, you know, absolutely love, love, love your job. But if there's something else that you're able to transition to or something else that, yeah, where your heart lies, you don't have to stay here just because you've been there for 16 years or 20 years or two years or whatever the case is. You know, it's okay to transition. Yeah, just because you can do something. And that's another thing. Like, I was really good at my job and I know I was. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to continue doing it either. I think the big pivot point, uh, I got quite unwell and um, I ended up with plantar fasciitis. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's I have actually heard of it. I don't have it, but I have heard of it, yes. Basically, inflamed tendons in the bottom of your feet and it is like walking on razor blades and... I hadn't done anything to bring it on. It was so bizarre. But at that point in time, I just started back in pottery. I felt this really like strong yearning to touch clay again and um, didn't think at the time it was going to be a business or anything. I just felt like I wanted to go back to that and that outlet and that creativity. And um, so, yeah, I started to do like a little night class again and, and, you know, it just felt so right. And at that point in time, I was still tossing up things with my, my photography and really on this precipice of like, do I go down this road or this road? And I woke up one morning, got out of bed and I could hardly stand up. So my feet, it was like razors. And um, I had no idea what was going on. Went to the doctor and he was like, oh, you've got plantar fasciitis. And I was like, what the hell is that? And yeah, I was like, well, how do I fix it? And he's like, well, you know, we don't really know. Um, you know, you can try orthotics, you can try acupuncture, take some neurofin. It could last two weeks, two months, two years. We don't know. So for me, it lasted eight months. So eight months of walking around like in immense pain, like even hanging my washing out or going to do groceries was a big task. And in between all that, I still had weddings to shoot. And so it was really, really difficult. But um, at that time, I just started to branch out like, uh, with my spirituality and looking into things more. And I'd been to this um, two-day workshop with an amazing woman and in circle, it kind of came to me that my feet were sore because I was fearful of stepping forward and it had manifested in my feet. And I swear, as soon as I kind of acknowledged that and understood like, okay, like I'm so full of fear about fear of change and like terrified of, um, you know, taking this step forward and what people are going to think and what if I make a wrong move and all this sort of stuff. Um, as soon as I worked through that, my pain went. I totally believe that. So do no, I. No, 100%. As soon as she yeah. said that she got the stuff, it's 100% stress. You know what I mean? Your stress, your anxiety is going down there. Your body's like, I ain't walking anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Stop making me get up and go and do all these things. As soon as you went back into your passion, your body's like, yeah, this is what we want to do. We're staying here. And mm. it's crazy how much, one, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Two, your body is so intelligent. And if you listen to it, you can, you know, make it work for you so much. But yeah, that's so cool. I love that story. <laughs> I love it too. I'd love to talk with you now more about Ashamoon, you know, what Ashamoon is. And I know you sort of gave us a little summary at the, the start, but yeah, I would encourage our audience to check out Ashamoon. So we'll put all the links up there so you can have a look at it. But some of the things that Shannon makes, you know, you basically combined pottery with photography, with crystals, with 
Yeah, tell us more about, you know, what it is that you make now. And so, yeah, Asha Moon um, came about, I have a funny story even about the name. So um, during that time of transition, um, I had a dream and in the dream I met myself and in and I said, you know, if you could be the most authentic version of yourself, who would you be like, who would you be and what is your name? And in my dream, I said to myself, I am Asha Moon. And I woke up and I said to my husband, I'm Asha Moon. And he was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> And I got online and I registered the business name. And I didn't even know what it was going to be. And this was two years before I actually started Ashamoon. And what you said at the beginning too, when you were talking about trying to make sure that, you know, you were in line with what you're doing and your past. That's been me for the past of long because it's one of those things like you think you're passionate and you're like, yep, this is what I want to do. But passions change and it's okay for passions to change, change and it's okay to, you know, change your direction as many times as you feel fit. You know what I mean? Like we're not, we only get one life. Why waste doing something that we're kind of bored doing? And I just felt like I wasn't myself anymore. You know what I mean? And I had to pretend to be someone that I wasn't. And I was just like, oh, I was over it. And then when, you know, now I've started getting back into myself and even having my own voice again, that's been a really big thing. Like speaking the way I speak versus, oh my God, hey guys, like, I can't anymore. So yeah, it's a big, it's a big journey. And I love, yeah, that you have all these little extra things. What, what is this coffee cup with the crystals? What, can you show me? What does it look like? Show us something. I'm show very us interested. <laughs> Well, I've actually sold out. I've got another update happening. So yeah, so it's... It's so pretty. Oh my God. (laughs) What's an offering? Tell me about that as well. You were saying about it before. Definitely, but for myself on the full moon is a time of release. So it's sitting there and um, kind of taking stock of your life and working out what no longer serves you. And I write it down and on the full moon, yeah, I'll take like my little cauldron outside or my blessing bowl and I'll burn it. So under the energy, the full moon, things are illuminated and like things come to the surface and emotions come to the surface, but it's to help you acknowledge what what's happening and what you want to release. So things that might be blocking you from moving forward. Um, and then on the new moon, that's the time of manifesting. So it's planting those seeds while the moon is dark. Um, you know, you kind of think about the soil being dark and and it's this time of like the fertile void of um, yeah, planting. And then in that little cycle, things come to fruition. 28 days, you've got release 14 days later, planting 14 days later, release. And it's this constant cycle that you can follow. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with what she was saying too and why it's, it's, it's good to do is one, you're taking time out for yourself. Two, you're thinking about something that is either about yourself mm. or you're focusing your energies into and Just something. even writing that stuff down because, you know, the actual action of you mm. writing that down, you know, to release Mm. We Those all do things. it. We all do it. But it's imagine like, what my list would look like. Gee, <laughs> would you like, like a scroll? <laughs> I'm going all of this. <laughs> okay, new. Let's start again. Also, with Asha Moon, my main motivation is bringing people back in touch with themselves. So you seek answers from yourself because that was a big thing when I was trying to make that decision to pivot and move my business. I was asking everyone else what I should do and. It was so confusing and I reckon it took me two years of transition because of that because I was seeking answers from people that weren't living my life, weren't understanding how I was feeling and um, and seeking that validation from out, outside of yourself. So I'm super passionate about that now of like 
uh, empowering people to look within for their own answers. Like, you know your life best, you know yourself best, you know what's right for you. That's the other thing too, like even probably now, they still probably won't understand. Same with myself. Like I decided to have a change at probably the peak in my career. You know what I mean? And everybody was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And I was like, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. I need to, I need to do what I need to do. And yeah, there'll be, there's tons of people that are still in my life that are questioning what I'm doing, but you got to, just you tell them you wanted right. to hang out with me, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> They'll understand. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This was like so much fun. I'm definitely going to check out your Instagram. We should say of your TikTok because I would love to watch that. Just watch you pot. Oh, it's my And then we can share your TikTok. I don't even know how to do that, but I'm sure, I'm sure Brittany can show me how to do that. <laughs> thank you, Shannon thank from Asher Moon. Oh, thank you so much for having me and really appreciate it. If you're interested in finding out more, please click the links in this description. We'll see you for the next episode every Monday at 6 p.m.